People have told stories of the strange and supernatural for centuries. Tales of the restless dead return to haunt the living. Whispers of damned souls doing the devil's bidding on earth. Rumors of inhuman things that still hunt the old forests, untouched by the glare of modern life. There may be more to these stories than you could ever imagine. Join us tonight as we delve into the deeper truth inside these mysteries. Hello, and welcome to the realms of the supernatural. How the devil are you all? So yeah, so we have officially changed our name. We have. Obviously we've changed the artwork, and there will be a new t-shirt design up this week, so if you want to partake in that, uh, some of you who joined us on the live feed will have seen a little knitted alien. Yes. That we're hoping to send out to Patreon supporters. You know, as a freebie, just as a thank you. So, if you haven't seen that, I'll put a picture of him up on the Hangout, which will be now called Realms of the Supernatural Podcast we'll have to give Hangout. Him, we'll have to give him a name, you know. Yeah, yeah. Has any, anybody's got any, you know, any ideas or we can give him a name to him? Or yeah. name to him? Or she? Or he? So, name that alien. Name that alien. And it won't just be aliens, there'll be other yeah, designs other, as well. Yeah, other designs, but he's the first one to be made for us. So today we have an interview with a Melissa Tittle, who uh, you might know from stuff like, if you watch The Low Files, she made appearance on The Low Files, that's the, the Rob Lowe Paranormal program. Yep. She was on the Hangar, uh, sorry, the Area 51 episode, or oh, Area 52. She has also been on things like Hangar 1, UFO Files. Ancient Aliens. Yeah, she's done a lot, of, a lot of writing for these. Yeah, she's a new series on Gaia. Yep. Gaia TV, and that's Ancient Civilizations, which is definitely worth checking out. And I will be checking that out as soon as I get some time off work. Mm. I'm going to binge watch that particular series. Uh, I think the first month, I think this is the first month of uh, Gaia is like 99 cents or something. Can't, can't so. Get than that. so, no, so uh, let's do that. Let's, let's all do that and watch it, and the uh, yeah. show will be enlightened somewhat. And Gaia's pretty good isn't it yeah so. it's got some good stuff on it I mean yeah. it's got one of my again uh, David Wilcock and we've got the um, uh, oh there's loads of people on it who know, who know the stuff so before we get into Melissa Graham, Graham Hancock yeah uh, guy who's on there as well I thought we would do a story sent to us by now some of you by Anna uh, Kenyon but some of you may may remember that mm. I've had an encounter with uh, theory before and uh, Anna had an encounter with a fairy and she shared that with me and I'm going to share it with you it's time for the encounter happened back in 2008 I lived in an apartment complex that had a balcony which faced a wooden area my apartment was located in the third floor Back then I was a single mother, my daughters were four and three year old. This is what happened. My daughters would wake up in the middle of the night because they were screaming hysterically that a small man with his son kept knocking at their window and they will magically come through the window into their room. This kept going on for several weeks. It was out of control since it happened every day. I thought they were having nightmares just because they were young kids but their stories were consistent and always at the same time now that they are older only one of them still remembers but she says that when they were in the room they were playing with their toys right listen to this this will make sense later on when I get into my encounter Anna says they will pick up all their clothes that were laid on the floor and go through the clothes in the closet and their dresses they will pick up socks, clothing items, anything that was on the floor. She says that she was terrified of them because of how they looked. She only dared to look at them uh, when their backs were facing them. They had a little bodies, a little human bodies. When they came to leave, the elder one will hold hands with the little one and jump through the window. She says always they will hold hands when passing through the glass. I was always mystified that clothes were missing and that socks never matched but then 
I thought that maybe I had left some at the daycare or maybe some at friends houses. You know when you have small kids that you that's what you believe. But there were always clothes missing and toys too. Now years later I'm like oh the ah moment. All those missing toys maybe there's something to it. So anyway I had a friend who had who was very psychic and happened just jokingly to tell him what the girls were telling me and how much sleep I was losing and he told me that the girls were in terrible danger that indeed something was visiting them in Central America they call them the Wendy's which they lure children by playing with them then they are never seen again he specifically told me that I need to move out immediately or at least get them out of there and I do like the whole ritual thing around the apartment like sage smudging yeah. and then every window and door oil it with olive oil and salt sea salt he was going to send me a special prayer while doing this but I left it a week because the girls were going to visit their father that resides at another state and they were going to stay with him for several weeks he advised me not to talk about the trip to the girls or to say anything within the apartment. If I was going to pack their bags to do it in my room with my doors closed to keep their bags in my closet. Then that day came when I went to work and placed their bags in my car and did my daily routine like they were just going to school and I sent them for the summer to be with their father. Then a couple of nights after that I was on my balcony drinking iced tea and listening to relaxing music and swinging in my chair looking at the trees. There was a light breeze where the trees were moving back and forth a little bit. Then something drew my attention to the spot within the trees right at my eye level which meant that it was three stories high. There right there was a little man hanging more like grabbing the branches looking at me he wanted me to see him he locked eyes with me and what I saw really spooked me but I couldn't move I just stayed there looking at him the more I looked at him the more I realized it was not a man but more like a young being because this was not a man nor a child what I was looking at was something supernatural and something that us humans are not meant to see. It was fascinating because I knew he was letting me see him. Somehow I felt in my mind questions like, where are they? Are they coming back? Since I've learned to block spirits from my lifetime of supernatural experiences, I blocked him because I knew somehow who he was. I didn't want him to know that they were coming back. I made a mental image of me living alone without them and them living with their father. It was hard to do this, believe me, the girls I love so much. Anyway, he had a weird face. His face was the shape of what I can describe as a Native American face mask, but it was not a mask, very elongated. His chin was extremely pointed and was big and not consistent with his little body. Like his face was too big for his small body. I would say he was no more than three feet high. His expression, if that's what you call it, like some sort of mad letting me know that he had been in the window and knew the girls were gone. His eyes were shaped like cat's eyes and his nose was very pointing, pointing downwards. It might sound weird, but the nose looked very devilish. It was such an awkward moment since we both just looked at each other for a few minutes. I saw little hands, just like human hands, little feet, but the feet were big, wide. No human shoe would fit them. His skin had a sheen to it and little freckles around his cheeks and nose. His mouth was not big, nor had he any canine teeth. I would be lying if I gave you that detail but I'd been brainstorming on the teeth because he had his mouth open and I looked, it looked normal 
in the inside. You see, you have to understand, he was probably about six feet away from me. But he had human clothes on. It was fascinating. I can still remember what he was wearing. A blue striped shirt with bottoms, a white collar and khaki pants, like a little kid's outfit. This going back to why they were taking clothes from my girls. Probably they steal clothes from other houses and from male kids. But what I don't understand is the socks. My daughter said that they loved the socks and I can tell you that I was always buying socks. Then he slowly moved out of my sight and I was in shock. And when I was inside my apartment I was wondering what I had seen. Some people tell me that this was a leprechaun. Others tell me that it was a devilish fairy. And others tell me that it was my imagination. But I know what I saw. I saw a little man up in a tree where there should only be trees. Then I remember I had seen that face before, some years ago. It was in one of the Ghost Hunters episodes, in which they went to Ireland. They went supposedly to the ruins of a castle, where it is known to be a fairy territory. By mistake all and luck, they captured a face that up to this day the show cannot say what it is, but the face is what I saw up in the trees right there in the USA but more childlike so that's the story then story. so yep and Anna's sent me the picture of this uh, fairy if that's what you want to call it for lack of a better term yep. and I'll put that picture up on the website yep so there'll be a link in the show description if you want to go and see it it'll probably be on the hangout as well the uh, realm of the supernatural podcast hangout now that's it that's what it's called Realms I'll, I'll probably, of Supernatural Hangout. I'll put it up there, but if you don't have Facebook, you can go always go to the website. Like I say, those, the link to that will be in the show description. But what do you make of that? Because Elementals. Nature spirits. We know they exist. You've seen them. Well, you've I've seen, seen them, yeah. Seen and I was pretty yeah. shocked when she sent me the picture because it was very similar to the being that I mm. saw uh, on two occasions, really. Yeah. Um, I, I believe in... The leprechauns or elves, gnomes, fairies, you know. Uh, I mean, we did a couple of stories of apparently these elves, they, they even take people, don't they? Keep them yeah. prisoner. So, They're after us, for sure. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think there's good and bad. You know, there's good and the bad. No, I think they're all bad. No, I don't think they are. I just don't no. get... I, did... I don't think they're all bad. Like, shadow, like I say, shadow people, I didn't get a negative, really didn't get a negative from them, but these things I got yeah. a negative from. Yeah, well, and I like get, I say, I the one I saw tried to trick me. Yeah, um, th- she's saying her children got a negative from them. You know, they couldn't even bear to look at them. Yeah, there's something there's something innate in humans when you come across these things. You know, you've seen them before, and they're not. And she says that in actually in a story, doesn't she? Anna says yeah. that. Yeah, she felt like she'd seen these things before. She knew, recognised them, and she's she's equating that to the Ghost Hunters episode. But to me, to to to, to my being, I I really believe we. As humans, we've encountered these before. I think we probably lived at one stage with them, hand in hand with these yeah. things, yeah. yeah. And it's maybe in our genetics, um, but maybe the parasitic, you know, I don't know. But very strange. If if anybody else has had a fairy encounter, uh, you know, or gremlin or gnome, because I think a lot of these terms are the interchangeable, same. yeah. Yeah, I think the same creatures but different names. We'd definitely like to know about definitely. that. Yeah, I think they. Again, they operate on a lower frequency, and you know that the, they are nature spirits with nature. But again, I think they some are very, very naughty. Mm. And I think um, what is the trouble is though? I, mean, I always think of them as what is the point of taking a human prisoner? Or I mean, what do they get out of it? I don't know. Maybe they eat us. I can't see that. Who knows? The energy. But yeah, if you've had a story, please send it to us. I'd love to know more about these beings. This is one of the things that really fascinates me, these creatures, for sure. So, uh, and like I say, what a f- fantastic story. Yeah. Um, and it's not I, the only... There must the only... be more out there. There's got to be more out there. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's not the only paranormal thing that Anna's experienced. She's actually put a few of her stories up on the, the Hangout. So if you want to go onto the Hangout and check them out, they're on there. Just before we have Melissa on... 
I want to uh, just make uh, make you aware that we have got a YouTube channel. It's called Realms of the Supernatural now, uh, Realms of the Supernatural podcast. If you go on there, I'll try and link it to the show notes so you can go on there, subscribe. It doesn't cost you anything, and we don't, you know, but we are going to be posting some video yep, video casts yep. up. So, you know, you may as well subscribe to it and, and, and watch the occasional video that we post up there. So, yep, so that being said, I give you Melissa Tittle. First question, then. I, I really wanted to know how you got into this field, because UFOlogy is a, a bit of a niche thing, isn't it? and it's a, you know it's one of those things that people don't go in. A lot of people don't go into voluntary. You know, they're almost forced into it in a way. Um, so I just wondered how you found yourself in this field. Um, I have always been a journalist producer, right, and. Um, when I was younger, uh, my dad talked about how um, my grandfather saw a UFO over Edward, Edwards Air Force Base uh, right before he was born. And I didn't think anything of it. And, like, my family always talks about weird stuff. Like, we're not opposed to talking about weird stuff. And, you know, my dad was in the military and then also a Buddhist, which didn't make a lot of sense to me, you know. But that makes sense in, in the bigger picture of things now that I'm older. Um, and when I, um, started going off on my own and, and getting hired to produce stuff, it just was really strange because all the things that were coming to me were in this field. It, it wasn't like I even, I didn't seek it out. I was, I didn't try to find the answers. It's as if it was something I had to do. And, and the deeper I got into the actual research of it, um, I thought it was something important to share with with you know tons of audiences because it's not that i'm trying to prove that these are real or even that the government's keeping secrets because i can i think that um we can answer yes to both of those questions but (laughs) i think that um people spend a lot of time looking at the sky because they can't find the answers on earth and uh i think diving into that concept and, and getting into what is out there is an important conversation to figure out what is down here I think it's a reflection, you know, as above, so below type Indeed, of thing. Indeed, yeah. I mean, humans have always had a fascination with the with the stars and constellations. Now so. it's mobile phones, always looking at the phones, not oh, looking yeah, up at the yeah. stars. You've got apps so. on your phones for constellations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't even have to look up. Yeah, not, not, not to the heavens. <laughs> yeah, well, you, can't, you can't make it up, can you? But, uh, but no, we have always had a fascination, and obviously a lot of monuments... Uh, you know, ancient monuments built on the built on the earth are in star formations, etc., etc. Et so again, yeah, the right. pyramids. Well, I'm yeah, a, I'm a, yeah, of course, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, well, do your research. Yeah, it's back to front, but yeah, I'll, okay, I'll give you, I'll cool. give you that. So, um, yeah. So, the, obviously, there is a fascination with the stars. So, do you, I mean, would you say that's innate in us, or would you say that's just because there's nothing else to do on on a, on a cold, dark night in a cave in southern France, etc.? Well, probably both. I mean, what else you can do, right? You're like, ah, uh, well, well, you know, I don't have any cards to play, right? Yeah. So let's look at the stars. Um, no, I, I think um, humans have this great imagination, and that great imagination turns into reality, which, you know, is a big topic right now. Are we living in a simulated universe? You know, is, like, what is our reality? But, but um I think the fascination with the stars is that I think all humans know, whether they admit it or not, that they are part of something really big. And, and you know, since the beginning of time, we've been trying to figure that out. You know, like right now, Mercury's in retrograde, you know, whether I believe that or not. But it sounds really good because, you know, I have a lot of shit fucked up in my life. So <laughs> yeah. now that, that makes sense to me. And I'm going to go with that, you know? Yeah, blame Mercury. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know who came up with that a long time ago, but you know, I, I'm going to thank them. Somebody, that somebody can... that messed up big time. Yeah. <laughs> Still on drugs. <laughs> hey, look, don't chop off my head because yeah. I have to do Mercury's in retrograde. Let's just wait three weeks and then let's decide then. <laughs> you never know. You never know. But um, obviously, you brought up astrology there, so I guess you know I'm not a big fan of it. Um, I don't really see how it would all work but I mean you've brought it up so I suppose I have to ask you whether you believe there is something to it and obviously I go as far as the moon because obviously the moon has a, a draw on you know um, on the earth and, and the seas and you know obviously we get lunatic from 
uh, people going crazy and most and most a lot of crimes have committed on a moonlit night, but obviously that's because you can see in the dark. If you're a burglar, it's ideal, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah, um, you don't need a torch. Yeah. So oh. where do you stand on <laughs> astrology in uh, nutshells? Um, you know, I I think there is some weight to it, only because just just like human beings in a room create certain energy and frequencies. I, I also think that the planets, uh, depending on how they're aligned with where we are on Earth, like I, I do believe that there is some some truth to that um, frequencies and energy. Um, but do I like make decisions based on my astrology chart? No, because then I'm just controlled by somebody else's interpretation of my life. But, but I think it is, I think it's important to understand how the, how the universe um, and the planets and our existence all are connected. And I think there's some truth to that. You know, whether whether the reason why, you know, things are a little crazy right now is because Mercury's in retrograde, I don't really know. But I think there is some energy that Mercury gives off that definitely connects with our planet and possibly um ourselves and our, our the way our bodies are aligned. Mm. Well if the if the humans if if we're all connected, then logic says that all the planets are connected. Somewhere, well, frequency and yeah. Else, if we talk so. about chem, like if we talk about consciousness being a chemical reaction, um, or electric electronic reaction, if you like, well, a chemical, uh, you know, electric reaction, uh, then obviously, then planets themselves could be conscious, I guess. Of course, uh, they're living, breathing beings. So essentially, yeah, I, th- I think it's on some level. I mean, I'm not into all that sort of stuff, yeah. but I can go along with we are connected. On you know like a consciousness level, I, re- I can yeah. I can't get away from that because so many things happen and mm. you know we're going to do sh- a show shortly on coincidences, aren't we? Uh, and some of them when you delve yeah. into them are very difficult to explain. And yeah, I mean, obviously you've got the element of luck, but etc. Et As I always say, nothing happens by chance. Never, never, never. Just coincidence. No coincidences <laughs> don't exist. Nothing happens by chance. That's <laughs> it. So. Yeah, um, have you any, uh, Melissa, have you got any personal experiences, either with UFO, UFOs or paranormal, what really blows you away? I haven't. I have. That's always a question they ask me. Uh, I remember I was on a panel once, and I was the only person that had never had a, U, a UFO alien contact. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm on this panel. Um, but no, that, I, I mean, that would ref- be refreshing, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, so. well yeah. Uh, have you got a favourite case then? That's something that you've seen or someone's told you about that just kind of blown you away? Favourite case? Oh, man, I wish I was prepared for this one. I have to, I have to go into my Rolodex. <laughs> oh, man. Favourite case. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get back to that one. Let me think okay. about that. Because uh, I think um, I was just talking to somebody. I, I did, I don't know if you saw this, but I did this show with Rob Lowe. Uh, I'm yes. On- Government conspiracy stuff, and and we were talking about Area 50, 52, and I kept like telling him off camera. I'm like, I don't want to talk about the Triangle Crafts. I mean, they're probably just other military, like yeah, 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 they are definitely. I get the feeling, yeah. So like 1990s, like I'm over (laughs) magnetic energy and and the stuff we can't see and the other dimensional beings and all that stuff. Like that's so much more entertaining to me. I'd go well. Just going back to the triangle things, I go as far as to say the triangle ones that we see you know, all the time now over here and that they're possibly man-made, but I'm not sure about the the uh, the, the delta wing one, you know, the, like the boomerang shaped one that flew over Phoenix, that them ones, yeah, you know, yeah, no, the lights, yeah, those lights, that's slightly different, Ooh. I think. Uh, well, I don't know, but uh, the UFO I saw was controlled by either an artificial intelligence or an alien intelligence because it knew what I was thinking. Um, mm. So that, that takes it from that takes it out of military for me because yeah. I don't see why you'd build that into a military vehicle. So do you, do you believe, do you believe that they're all, I mean, I definitely believe in aliens and I mm. also, I also think that there's many fractions and many different multidimensional beings that are always communicating with us if we're so willing. Yeah, I do. up with crafts, but sometimes I think when you see a craft, it's actually time travelers from the future, like humans, like coming back. Because think about if our technology keeps progressing and we could fix some things that are going wrong now. Wouldn't well, we come back? Well, I don't know. I mean, would come... we wouldn't be going forward. Would yeah, we? I don't think we would be coming to... back all the yeah. time too. I don't get the going back in time. I don't. I don't even know if that's really possible. Um, I think you can. 
Yeah. I, I don't think, uh, I don't think they'd want to come back and, I think they've got more interesting things to do than worry about us. I think, uh, the, the real, you know, uh, But interdimensional beings, I'll give you that. That's, I, I, I think 50, maybe 60% of what we yeah. see is, is possibly interdimensional. Especially when you start looking at shadow, uh, beings, you know, shadow people, uh, this kind of thing. Then the fact that they always want to be, remain hidden. You know, and again, obviously taking a shadow appearance is, is going to help you with that. It's, it's akin to being invisible almost. I think that's deliberate. I think that they're taking that form. It's a deliberate action. I don't think that's what they would look like in a, if you had a, you know, if you had one over to a cocktail party, I don't think it'd come in a shadow form. It'd come in whatever it looks like, whether that's a reptilian alien or whatever, whatever. But yeah, the interdimensional beings are definitely go along with that. But then we do have the nuts and bolts crafts as well. Um, so, again, I, I mixed bag. Yeah, you got wrong right there. <laughs> but I think the real, true, true uh, aliens, you know, and as you said earlier, Melissa, about us, you know, being more more different. You know, we're we're supposed to be evolved, but we're not. We're still on the what, just above the animals, just above so, rocks. Well, yeah, yeah okay. just above well, the animals. No, <laughs> I think these these alien beings will look, are looking after us. They have to because we can't look after ourselves. That's my. You know, I take. We can't look after ourselves or the planet, so I think they they can they're stepping in now and then too, like you know, little children. You know, mm. this is a nursery. I believe this is a nursery you now, and the, yeah, and, the, I, and the grown-ups are like saying, mm, "Okay." I agree, but I feel like that's. Um, I feel like if you're really if you're really mommy alien, that you teach your 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 humans to uh, think for themselves. Mm. So that, that there's always a, a fraction that's that's not so good. Oh yeah, yeah, oh definitely. I know there's some bad ones as well. So there's there's a little bit of you know extra. There's a, like another dimension of of fighting over like how the humans should behave, and and that's where like we need to empower ourselves a little bit to to understand what's going on because otherwise you know if there's people that get influenced by all these extraterrestrial beings, maybe in the wrong way. Oh indeed, just I, my opinion. no, no. I I think that's. Ooh. Yeah, fairly, if you look into it enough, I think that's fairly evident. I think a lot of this is uh, mind control. I don't mean the government's mind control. I think a lot of it's in our mind, and we can control a lot of this if we uh, put our minds to it. That works yeah. the other way as well. If you if you don't believe in Bigfoot, kind of, you know, you'll never ever see a Bigfoot kind of thing. You know what I mean? And that kind of stuff. Or you don't believe in ghosts, you'll never see a ghost or whatever, whatever. Uh, and then obviously the people who do believe and, and all that, they tend to have the experience. And everyone says, well, of course, you, you've had that experience because you believe in it. You know what I mean? So it's catch-22. But where do you stand on uh, alien abduction? Uh, like, I mean, do, do I think they're real or how do I feel about the whole process? Do you think they're real? I do. Um, I um, I always say, by the way, I just I just remembered my uh, my favorite UFO story, but we can get back to that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I um I won't let you I do, there's, there's there's people that have had uh trauma in their life and to you know sometimes those people they maybe they didn't have an abduction story that that's just you know it's a situation that they've they can't deal with so they you know have a story but as I always say there's a grain of truth to everything and I and you can't there's so many abduction stories of people who don't know each other and have no and some of these people aren't even people that like read up on this stuff. And so you have to ask yourself, could all of these people be making this up? And for what reason? Because if you really start looking into the abduction cases, uh, there is so many of them and so many of them don't seem like the kind of person that would just make something up because they want attention. In fact, they don't want attention. In fact, it's embarrassing. So uh, and why they're doing it. I mean, I could come up with a bunch of reasons. But um, but I do think that it it is possible and it's real. Mm-hmm. Well, go on then. Give us some of your alien agenda reasons. Um, well, I think just like there's two fractions, right? I think that there's uh, I, I interviewed and I cannot remember who it was, but I interviewed somebody about this, and there is a belief that. When you, before you come to Earth, sometimes you make contracts with these other beings to do experiments on you for okay. whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So yep. it might have been like a, you know, if you believe in that, if you believe that like you're a soul and you're reincarnated and, you know, sometimes you make deals that that, that could happen. Um, but I also believe that they're, um, they're 
testing the the human sample. Like, uh, you know, maybe they're making human hybrids. I don't know. But I also think that the human being is such a unique species because it can hold uh, such a frequency. And, you know, I hate to go back to like transformational stuff here, but but I think people underestimate their own ability uh, with their um, chakras and their soul. Like the human body can hold that frequency. We don't always access it. But a lot of these beings are looking for that. Like how, like how does this work? How does this, this human body hold this, this certain kind of frequency? Because a lot of those, like the gray aliens, like everybody, like the, like they're like the bottom of the food chain. They're like the little workers. They're the ones like gathering up like people and doing these experiments, but they're not these highly advanced beings. (laughs) I think actually humans are the advanced beings. We just don't know how to access it. And uh, maybe that's why they're doing tests. And I think on the other end, if you want to get negative, uh, they they um, are using it for purposes of their own. I mean, if you wanted to conquer a species, you would figure out who the species was before. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you could just poison the water. That'd, that'd do it. But uh, mm. unless they drink the water. Yeah, but you need but you need slaves, right? You need uh, you need people to work for you. So you have to understand how they work first. Oh yeah. yeah, unless these um, entities uh, work on a low frequency body, mm. uh, because the high frequencies are coming in now, they have done for about thirty years, forty, thirty-five years. So obviously okay. they've got to try find a new body. So what? Obviously the experiment on these bodies now, trying yeah. to fit, find a new body. Well, they're just to upgrade. I mean, because their bodies are disintegrating. Yeah, well, that makes a lot of sense, but they're, they're taking a long time about it. <laughs> because they're not advanced, are they? Well, I don't know. If, if you if you was an advanced person, I mean, I mean, advanced advanced, would you need a body? Presumably. Well, I mean, you don't need a body if you wanted to come to the third dimensional world. No. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll give you that. I mean, like you don't need a body to float around space. I mean, that kind of sucks because, like, you know, the body it just <laughs> kind of disintegrates out there a little yeah, bit. Just a bit holds you holds you back a bit. Yeah. Well, once we get our minds, uh, you know. Into a into a computer. Once they've managed to to get our minds into the or consciousness into a computer, then we can pretty much go anywhere at that point, can't we? Oh, so, I, a, a, yeah, I, like, how do you feel about that? I mean, I'm I'm now asking you guys questions, but I I like, like terrifies me. Like that, everything yeah. has it my shouldn't, It shouldn't be happening. It shouldn't be happening. It's going wrong. It, we're going backwards. Well, my my term. We are going back. We are not going forward. We're going backwards. Mm. Well, you know? I don't know. I mean. I don't think I'll be here when that happens. Uh, I think it's a little bit... Mind you, saying that, things always do happen quicker than they expect. If they say 50 years, then it's normally 10. So, I don't know. But it is... I mean, it's everlasting life, so... I wouldn't wouldn't want... This is what you hear now. This is a classroom. You know, you just learn what you're going to do, then go home and come back and do some more and go somewhere else. Mm. I I I, I wouldn't like to be stuck in the same body for... Four or five hundred years, maybe more. I'd be bored. I want to be stuck in your body for a ten minutes. <laughs> Very much. Yeah. But it, I, I mean, where do you stand on the reincarnation then? Um, I, I believe in that. I yeah. believe in that. Yeah. I feel, um, you know, again, I try to look at everything more like a journalist instead of, you know, I just believe in that because it sounds cool. I feel like I, I you know, I just there's too many coincidences. Like if I could come on my own personal experience. There's too many things that I have like a passion for that I had never experienced. That it's just too weird, right? It's yeah, like, yeah. Why would I feel certain things or like be afraid of of swimming in the ocean because I'm going to drown if I've never been in the ocean, right? Like that's just, just, just like weird. Like I, why would I have that fear if it never happened? So um, <clears throat> there's just like certain there's just certain things that I think that like we're ingrained with because we've had other experiences. Throughout lifetimes, and and if it is like you said, if this really is kindergarten, if this is a school, like you would have mm. to come back. Yep, if you have to your class. Yeah. Mm. And pass. So, so, put, so uploading us into a computer might not be a great Who idea. Who's going to upload us in a computer? Well, that's what the next plan is, isn't it? I don't think so. Mm. Unless the next plan is to get rid of us. They don't oh, want us either. Well, yeah, well, yeah, that's, that. a, that's another story. Yeah. So how many? So, given your interviewing people, etc., how many races of alien would you say are in visitation? Um, I would say like nine or ten. 
different yeah. forces that are coming here. And and the higher the frequency that human beings are are like you know more human beings that are raising their frequency, they're in touch with more beings that are less like arriving in crafts and poking people. You know, they're like yeah. different kinds of beings that are coming because we can see them, we can we can feel them, we can be in contact with them, we can receive their message. And um, not to go back to ancient civilization type stuff, but but I think that's like the thing. It's like I, I think every human is like, wow, that's so cool. Look how ancient it is. I, you know, there's but there's more to that. It's the same thing. It's like we have to be able to see. And I think the the more that we um, evolve, we just become more exposed to different kinds of beings because they can now be in contact with us. Because if you read a lot of these ancient texts and and you see and you and you analyze the carvings and, and the way the buildings they're in contact with beings that a lot of us can't see today. Yeah, yeah. They were so advanced that they were in contact with that energy and uh they got that guidance. And so that's why we're all like, Oh my god, is it a myth or is it real? And I think I think that it it was real and it happened and, and I feel like that's where we need to go. Mm. And those beings are important for well, our involvement. I think frequency has a, has a lot to do with this. I mean, uh, probably some drug drug taking might help. Um, I mean, yeah, unless you depends go out, on what depends yeah. when you take the drug, what kind of frame of mind you're in at the yeah, time. Yeah, but you I mean, always the ancients. It was the shaman and, and etc. Yeah. Wasn't it? So uh, it was the people who had had this thing. And then obviously you go back to frequency and this the right frequency. Even that could be like music playing or, or chanting or. Uh, humming this kind of thing or even you know like a uh, singing bowl that kind yeah, of stuff tell, yeah, I've got a and, bowl. And, and that just raises the frequency mm. or whatever and obviously we've had freddie silver on who told a story about being in uh one of the pyramids great pyramid was, was it a great pyramid oh, oh. yeah he tell the story where um where they were like meditating and yeah. these like show like these these beans showed up they're all yeah. in black yeah like that one yeah oh, come yeah. come out the walls yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know what I mean, and that was through chanting, wasn't it? I think he said it was 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 all in there chanting, wasn't that? Yeah. So, and whether they, I mean, it's hard for us to say they're as alien, but they're obviously um, alien in the in the the fact that they're not human, are they? Um, no. So frequency again, you know, and whether that's. Uh, do you think a lot of this then going back to the ancient civilizations? Because I think all this is linked in a, in a roundabout about way. Do Do you think that this is knowledge that's been hidden from us or you know, kept secret from is maybe a better way to say it. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a reason why there's things called mystery schools, right? Mm. I mean, I mean, if you if you were a priesthood and you thought, hey, why do we have to share this with other people? I mean, we can just tell the people what to do, and then we can have the power. I mean, that's like a human thing to do, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and like say, because we always talk about taking reincarnation out of the Bible, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So I, th- I definitely think that 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 was a plan. Um, I think um, there's been times in history where leaders try to kind of abolish that and kind of open the doors and say, "Hey, you, you all have access to this information," and then they're quickly shut down. Yeah. They're quickly uh, gotten rid of because it, it breaks the whole system. I mean, what would a system be like if we were all just as powerful as the next person? I don't think that was the agenda of any beings that came here to uh, teach the humans these these things, you know. But uh, but you know, humans humans are like, yeah. Well, you know, it'd be easier if someone else could could till my garden and I was drinking uh, on the patio. <laughs> and the way to do that is to have power over them. Yeah. And uh, and I and I think like you know this whole thing. Uh, the Illuminati is such like this big term, right? Like, oh, they're in the Illuminati, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think it, it does exist because it's people that understand how to use their um these 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 things, these this knowledge, mm. and and they they're I mean, if you had access to it, why wouldn't you use it too? But it's just not a, a well known thing. Yeah, it's not like well, you don't go to kindergarten and learn uh, some of this stuff. You just learn how to read and write and fit into a system. You learn how to obey, yeah. Yeah, obey the bell. Yeah. That's why the bell goes off. Yeah, obey yeah, the bell. I mean, see, see which lesson. ones which ones follow orders and which ones don't, and the ones that don't end up in the army. A lot of them. Uh, yeah, surprisingly. But um, true. That's true. Yeah. Well, they always say, don't they? Like most 
most soldiers are poorly educated kind of thing. Obviously, they get an education in the army, but um, I don't know if that's coincidence. Again, coincidence. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Coincidence. Is this the next show? Yeah, well, done half of of it today, haven't we? Just about. But, um... Obviously, then there's there's bigger mysteries, isn't there? There's uh, well, I say not. There's no bigger mystery than obviously possible life in the the universe. Although that's been proven on more than one occasion by NASA's own experiments, but that's another, mm-hmm. that's another story. But uh, and possibly wreckage that's fell to Earth. But where do you stand? Because f- for me, the whole Roswell thing, obviously, whenever you talk about UFOs, that's the first thing people go to, and that for me, I'm not convinced uh, of the whole Roswell thing, and I'm. I'm I'm more not convinced, if you like, that if there was a craft that we've still got, or you guys have still got um, control over that craft. Because I think if you're talking about an advanced civilization with the capability of space travel, etc., etc., they would more than likely have the capability to recover that ship, and there wouldn't be much we could do about it. So this back engineering aspect from that, where do you stand on all that? that Roswell. Um. Where do I stand in that? So I, I do believe something crashed. I believe it's uh, part of the gray alien race, which yeah. again, I don't think they're very advanced. They're just worker bees, that's if you why, will. That's why, the vehicle, that's why the vehicle crashed, Melissa, because not very advanced. <laughs> Would you, yeah. Well, I suppose you thought... Like, it compute crash in desert yeah, now. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, no, yeah. there's no backup plan, you say. No plan well, B. I mean, when you say... Just, okay. just to make it simple for people, when you say that they're... The, the lowest, uh, the, the bottom of the pecking order kind of thing, these greys. Do you, do you see them as uh, biological entities or maybe? Yes. Yeah, you do. Yeah, okay. I do. They're not, they're not robots. They're biological entities. But they're been created by other, they're, you, you know, if these other races out there, they're, they have the ability to genetically clone and create ra- other races to work for them, mm. right? And, if you talk to some people, like I just interviewed this guy in France, uh, Anton Parks, who I'll be doing a new series with soon. I'm working on it right now. Um, you know, he he channels a lot of these ancient beings and different races that existed in the solar system millions of years ago. And he goes through how these uh, races created the next race and the next race and the next race. It's the same thing. It's It's not just humans, right? It's this, like, ingrained, well... If I can create life, I'm going to create a life that obeys me so that I make my life easier, right? And then, yeah. then that lineage is like, screw these guys. I'm going to create a lineage that obeys me, right? Yeah, yeah. And so eventually we get to Neanderthals and humans and, 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 you know, in his opinion. And in that mix, like, you know, I'm just, I'm going off of his work, uh, that they all have these like gray aliens that are just like the workers, right? They just do stuff for them. And they don't really have a soul. They're not. Uh, they're not operating on a on a level like um, like some of these other races where they have a consciousness and all that kind of stuff. So I, you know, when I look at Roswell, and I, you know, I I like his work. Um, I think it's interesting just to kind of go back and like way back in time to the lineage of maybe where we are. Um, I would say that that something did crash, and it was one of those worker bees. And they did recover something, and they tried to figure out how it worked, which is probably like a vortex energy, uh, and and tried to manipulate that. But do we still have it? Maybe. I don't know. Do we have an alien? I don't think so. In fact, I, I don't think that if there was a being in there, it even lived. And I think that we, you know, Area 51, and if there is an Area 52 in um, Utah, I, you know, I think that... What's happening is that they're making very high-tech uh, weapons and uh, craft that we just don't know about. And are there aliens? Eh, I don't think there's aliens there anymore. Yeah. Where do you stand on space travel itself, then? Because you get, you know, obviously we hear the rumors that we're not allowed to leave the planet, etc. So, what's your gut feeling on that? You mean have we? Is there a secret space secret space program? Is that what you mean? Well, is is there? I mean. I mean, it's a catch. Well, it's a catch twenty two because if there is, then we are allowed to leave the planet. So, uh, do you think? Because obviously, people say that they some a particular force field, yeah, or aliens don't want us out in space, and they've made that clear. You know, the moon landings, etc. So, you know, first of all, I guess you, you you sounds like you do believe there's a space secret space fleet out there. Mm, yeah, you know, 
I, I feel that it, it, it's uh, my 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 brother is actually an engineer, so we talk about this a lot. We have like super nerdy conversations. <laughs> Everyone come to my house for like super nerdy conversations over dinner. <laughs> um, and he and we talk about this a lot. And I said, you know, it's just so weird because here we are doing these great things. Where you know, all of a sudden, in like ten years, we went from having just basic rockets and planes to all of a sudden we're going to the moon you know mm. 10 years Whoop, we're going to the moon and then and then after that it, it just got we're still using the same v2 rockets and flying and shooting people up in these tin cans yeah. on fireworks um, yeah yeah giant fireworks yeah it doesn't make any sense i mean there has to be some advancement in that and um you know i don't i don't go down the 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 train as far as some people but i do believe that there is a fraction that is secret and they are you know going out there and seeing what's out there and they and i think those people are in touch with other tr- extraterrestrial life and the world has not been ready for what they have seen and what and who they are talking to and um i mean if you you can even like look at look at our our media right now. I mean, for the last ten years, there's so many alien movies, TV shows. The whole topic is just blowing up. The, that's not that's not a coincidence. It's not because people are just interested. It's because it's out there. It's making people think. And um, I think that's just a setup for getting ready when something does happen. Like, oh, it's not it's not so crazy. You know, people like back back when the um, Battle of LA happened. You know, people were just having heart attacks because they thought there was an alien ship happening. Like, I don't think that would happen these days. I think people would be like, "Oh yeah, I saw that in a movie." Like, they would, their minds used to it. <laughs> oh yeah, we all say that, don't we? If the if the, if the news came on tonight saying uh, extraterrestrials have landed on the White House lawn or something, everyone'd be like, "What? What?" And then as soon as the news had finished, you'd be like, "Right, wait, when's Walking Dead on?" Yeah, you know what I mean, just, <laughs> yeah, 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 just, yeah. Of course, that would happen. Yeah. There could- Right? Yeah. We're like, we go to the White House. It's our first stop. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I think there's better places to land, can't you? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, not there. A bit more scenic some places. But do you think, um, yeah, no, no, like they haven't already I been, think- like we assume that they haven't already been there as well, you yeah, know? Yeah, which we never have. <laughs> yeah. But, um, where do you stand on stuff like Bigfoot? Because I only ask you that because he gets tied in with the, the UFO phenomenon quite a bit now. Um, people see him on spaceships. Yes, yes. Yeah. Not necessarily flying it, but just aboard. Inside the craft itself. Um, that kind of stuff. So, and obviously then you've got Bigfoot sightings where there's a strange light, uh, whether that's UFO or not, I'm not sure, but obviously, what do you think? Um, well, you know, I used to laugh at this whole big, Bigfoot thing because I just, I don't know, I just, I think it's like, it's like what else can we find that's weird in the world? Um, <laughs> but I, I started actually doing research on it and this guy that I was just talking about that I interviewed in France and some other people that I was talking to believe that the Bigfoot is this really ancient race that's been on planet Earth before before Homo sapiens and um, they uh, recre- were created by another uh, another race to kind of be the shepherds of the Earth and um, some of them are still here or they, they come to visit, They're, they have like jobs to do but they're I, I got, you know, the more research I did and I stopped laughing at this whole Bigfoot thing because I used to be like, oh my God, seriously, we're talking about Bigfoot? This is so boring. Uh, I, um, the more I got, I started like interviewing these people that had this other theory about it. I, they, they're, they're actually this like, they're like the Wookiee, you know? Like everybody mm-hmm. needs a Wookiee. Like they're here to, they're not, they're here to actually be shepherds of the earth and they always have been. And so I think that, you know, according to some of these other people I've interviewed that they've, they come in and off planet all the time and what their jobs are now, I don't know, but their jobs like back, uh, even millions of years ago was to be shepherds of the earth to, to, to kind of keep the peace, if you will. Yeah. Like yeah. a guard, like a guardian spirit or an el- elemental spirit. Kind the of gardeners, thing. aren't they? They call harm humans or anything like that they're they're really supposed to be more of these uh the guardians of, of the planet mm. yeah according to some of the research i was reading yeah well it makes sense as much as anything doesn't it so yeah. uh, i guess there's no definitive answer yeah so we are, we are talking millions of years and all not thousands we're talking millions oh yeah we've, we've been here more, more than hundred thousand years because that we've that been here genetic, millions genetic bottle millions come on different millions. forms millions. 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 
it's absolutely depends who you talk to right yeah uh, i mean if If you've got a scientist who wants to keep his mortgage and keep his mouth shut then it'll be hundreds of thousands of years you know keep taking a paycheck no problem there so but you know if you go into really big detail then you can take you've gone into millions of years and it's proved you can go back all you've got to do is research it's quite quite right Mm. yeah don't jump in a time machine jump jump in the bell See? The bell, yeah. That's good talk. Who believes in a time machine? See, it's possible. Yeah, well. <laughs> would you go no, I think going forward, I wouldn't go back, go? would I? I'd go forwards, wouldn't I? Why? <laughs> I wouldn't want to go back, would I? Well, I mean, if you if you go back, then you can figure out where you are now. You could have you could have all the secrets. You could, yeah. you could be running the planet. Wouldn't you go back to get all that information? Mm, no. No. Nah. Oh. I'm not Come sure. On. I think some, actually, looking at how some people get into power, it makes me wonder if, uh, right. if they haven't done that. But, no, I, I, I just, no, I'd go forward, definitely. But, well, I mean, um, we, but then if you go forward, you're leaving everybody behind, aren't you? Well, you want to see how it, how it, uh, works out, the planet, don't you? Mm. Is it going to go belly up or is it going to go? Well, it's just a matter of time. I was going to finish with disclosure, but I just wanted to, uh, bring up your favourite case again before I forget. Oh. Yeah, right, right. There was this case. Uh, I wrote this episode for uh, Hangar One. Yeah. Uh, another show that uh, my uh, I should tell you why I'm on that show in the first place. So my um, I, I I was a supervising producer on that show, and uh, the owners of that company flew me to all these like UFO conferences, looking for like females because there's not a lot of females. And there's Linda Moulton Howe, who's amazing. Yeah. She's excellent. I mean, that she's just like a walking encyclopedia of like every case. And, um, and there, and they, and I came back and I'm like, well, I found this like hippie girl <laughs> and there's this one person. They're like, you know, we're just gonna put you on camera because you research this stuff anyway, as much as they do. So, and I'm like, okay, fine. I mean, you know, I wrote the show, so it's cool. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? Um, so that's, that's kind of why I'm on that show, but it is true. I mean, I, I, I do spend a lot of time being a super nerd about it. So there's this case I came across and I'm always fascinated, you know, maybe because it's, you know, my dad told me that, you know, my grandfather who was in the Air Force saw a UFO over Edwards Air Force Base before my, my grandfather or my dad was born. And so it's kind of like, is it a sign, right? You get into all this stuff in your head. <laughs> um, and I thought, you know, my, and my dad has this theory that like these UFOs show up at places of like, you know, where there's nuclear weapons and, but I came across this, this story that happened in Vietnam, I think it was 1967 or 68, is the Mekong Delta. There was, uh, there was several ships. So there was like the Allies, there was an Australian ship, and then there was a couple of U- U.S. ships. And, uh, you know, the North Vietnamese didn't have, they don't have jets. You know, they're, they're, they're in tunnels. They're, you know, they strategically won that war by, by being invisible. But they worked in the sky, like flying huge crafts and shooting people. You know, they, they don't have that technology. So here, this uh, American ship is, uh, you know, doing their patrol, and all of a sudden, this this craft comes out of nowhere and starts shooting at them. And um, so, you know, they're they're you know, I'm picturing this like a movie. They're they're trying to go as fast as they can, and they're shooting back. But the thing has some kind of force fields. So all the bullets and ammunition that they're they're shooting at this this craft is 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 like ricocheting and coming back to them. And um, in the process, there's this uh, Australian ship, the Hobart, that ends up getting hit by this this craft, right? And and two people die on that ship. It became this huge story. And the Australians are like, why are you blowing up our, our people? <laughs> We're going to help you. And they're like, no, it was a craft. It was this whole, it was this whole thing. It, it was like published in the newspaper and everything. And, um, and they had to apologize and they had to come up with some story about, you know, it was an accident, but fire, yeah. they couldn't say like in, you know, they couldn't publish like, yeah, it was this weird UFO and they still couldn't figure out where it came from. Like, you know, was it a, was it the Russians working with the North Koreans? Did they have, did they have strange new technology, but, um, they still hadn't figured it out, but it, it was almost like this, this battle between these two countries because like, you know, they couldn't really say what happened. But, um, but yeah, it's a, it's a huge case, but it was just really fascinating because, you know, you hear about UFO sightings, but this was like an actual battle and people that died on the, the Hobart on the ship. 
I wonder why it was just once. Right. Uh, it, it, yeah, it was. It, it's such a. It's such a. It, it, the story does not make any Ooh. sense. Mm. So it's like either somebody has just a rogue craft that they're just flying around being like, hey, you know what would be really fun today? Let's like go and play war with the Americans and the Australians. And they're like, that's a great idea. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense, but um, they don't have any explanation for it either. It just kind of got hushed up and thrown under the rug. I mean, it just, it just, it's like, I like stories like that because there really is no answer. There's, it's just very strange. Yes. And why, and why there? Like, wh- like why those, why that area? Like what, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I've heard a lot of military people talk about seeing craft, um, whether that's grounded or in the sky, uh, you know, when, in the course of action. Um, so. They they've do... engaged. <clears throat> Never to. No, 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 normally it's. It's a chase, isn't it? Yeah. Well. Well, no, well, a lot of them are on on, gra- on the ground mm. when they see them, um, and then obviously shoot off into space or whatever. So I don't know. It, something about war that brings them in, on you know, makes them interested, curious, uh, and you can go right back to uh, you know the ancient like Indian texts tell you stuff like that, don't they? Yeah. Uh, and then obviously we've got the battle, Neanderthal battle in what's the fifteenth century? Mm. Yeah. Uh, over Germany. Uh, yeah. Two warring races of UFOs. That makes you see. I'm always a bit worried about UFOs with guns on them because you know, advanced know you don't sound very peaceful if, you, <laughs> if you're building ships with guns. I mean, we would, wouldn't we? If we went into space, if we had a spacecraft, we, you know, it could go anywhere, not not just on a firework. We'd we'd, we'd arm it, wouldn't we? You'd have to. You've got to protect yourself. Mm. Right. So well. Unless you sh- you got a speaker out saying we come in peace, mm. you know. Yeah, well, we tried. That, that might be effective. Yeah, possibly. tried that. That didn't work. No, it didn't. Did um. <laughs> so I wanted to end on uh, disclosure. Then, uh, whether you think it'll happen in your lifetime. Uh, I I do actually. You know, granted, if I live another thirty years, which I I probably will. Um, I I think like thirty years will get. Well, uh, I think that we will. They will make themselves known. I don't think I don't think that the government is going to be like, hey, so today we're telling you the truth. <laughs> I think they're just going to make themselves known, honestly. Yeah, I, I wonder who's in control of that situation. You know, whether it's the aliens or whether it's us. You know, p- putting them off. So um, I, I believe it's us. I think it's us. I still think we're waiting for the oil to run out. No, no, no. So. They went to the oh. Vatican to get flattened. That's when they can go in. Flatten the Vatican and they can move in then. Not a problem. Yeah, uh, but the, the, the current Pope is kind of admitting that aliens exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, he's, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because so, you, you got to, you got to baptize, he's going to baptize them, isn't he? So you got to, uh, got to get in there first, aren't you? Just in case. Well. Yeah, yeah, he has a job to do. Yeah. <laughs> get rid of, yeah. destroy religion, yeah. then we maybe we can move forward. Hopefully, move forward. No, I don't think it's that. I honestly it think is. I think it's the oil, because I always come back to disclosure will happen when because at the moment you, you disclose that these craft are interstellar, etc., etc., then you have to have zero point energy at that point. Um, you know, so to make sense of it. Because we, we, that's the first things people will be asking. Well, how are they doing it? Because we've been told it's impossible, blah, blah, blah. So if we're still going, you know, filling cars up and filling this up and that up with oil and that, it's, uh, that's, we'd have to stop overnight. And the, the people in charge, uh, not going down the Illuminati Avenue, but the, most of the people with influence have, uh, have money and most of them, it's oil, isn't it? So. Right, right. And I agree because we already have these devices for yeah. free energy. It's, yeah. it's it's not like a new thing. It's been out there for years. It it can happen. It's not uh yeah, but you're right. It's it's a total interest type thing. And and again, we got to be bigger than the system. Um it, yeah. it aliens or no aliens. Uh even when they arrive, we've got to be able we got to be able to not look for a new religion, right? Okay, so let's just say they arrive and then all the religions, it's like, okay, well, do we need those religions anymore? Because obviously now we have something else that's like really powerful. Like we can't always be submitted to something. It's like this thing that we humans are constantly waiting for the yeah, next yeah. obey. It, it, well, it's, it was, it's, we have to convert that. It was that philosopher who said that if if there was no God, humans would feel the need to create one. 
Can't of course. Yeah. But we, that was essentially it. But you were, you brought up the new religion earlier on in the interview when you talked about this uh, this hologram. Are we living in a hologram, etc. Et that is the new. That is going forward going to be the new religion because it's sort of one that's sort of unprovable. So well, it, that sounds great to me because it really is a holodeck, isn't it? No, he's not holodeck. No, to you. No, no, I think it is. No, think, well, too many flaws. Too many flaws. No, no flaws. You look no, at the, I mean, look at the movies. I mean, the Star Trek movies are telling you there. You know, you got you got in, you go in the holodeck, yeah, and yeah. you've got certain settings where you save of a fight. You know, you can't get hit. But again, the settings, yeah. different settings. Well, that makes sense to me. And that's Star Trek, that font of knowledge. Yeah, well, there's a lot of stuff going in. A lot, a lot of movies tell you things. They yeah, do yeah tell I don't you. disagree with that. Uh, Roddenberry, the guy who wrote Star Trek, he. He even says in an interview that he download he got that all from a download from a channeling session. Yeah, he, he channeled the, it. the whole thing is completely channeled. So who so who's he speaking to? Hmm. And where's yeah. the blueprints for the ship? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, really, come on, dude. Yeah, get with <laughs> it, Lee. Get with it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, it's been fantastic having you on. Uh, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you, Melissa. It's been brilliant. You... Thank you for having me. Do you want to tell people where they can find you, you know, what you're going to be working on next, etc.? Yeah, of course. Um, uh, just www.gaia.com. Again, I think they, I mean, I don't want to be this like this pitch for my network that I work for, but, but all my work right now is there. And, um, and it's, I think it's like 99 cents for the first month if you want to check out some of the programming. But, um, Ancient Civilizations is on there. We have two seasons, so you can just binge watch it if you're interested. And there's a whole bunch of stuff on the Secret Space Program and uh, a lot of other weird stuff. So if you want to check it out, please do. Well, I'm definitely a weirdo, so I think 99 cents doesn't sound like a bad deal to me. <laughs> well, yeah, thank you, thank you very much again for coming on, and uh, have a great Easter. Yep. Thank you, Melissa. Have a great uh, Easter. Take care. Take care. Bye, bye now. Bye-bye. Well, they've gone. No, just for now. It wasn't the right time for us to meet. But there'll be other nights, other stars for us to watch. They'll be back. Oh, my God.